You ready? Yep. Clap on three. All right. One, One two, two, three. Yo, 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 welcome to the Sound Centric Podcast. I'm Sam Sarfo. I'm Adam Dash. And welcome to this week's episode. If you're new, welcome along aboard. We got a lot to talk about today, so make sure you stay tuned to the very end. If you not have done so already, like, subscribe. Uh, stay tuned in because we have a lot of new news regarding, you know, new releases, the culture, hot takes. So make sure you stay tuned in. Anything I'm missing, Adam? Um, just keep sending us your music. Um, we appreciate every week. There's new artists coming to us that have been amazing, and we love sharing them on this platform. So yeah, keep sending us your stuff. For real, find us some way, either through email, DMing us, by any means, right? Send it through. Let's okay. get to it. Let's get to it. We um, finally got some nice weather in Columbus. It's been awful. So uh, how's your week been? What's your playlist name? It's been honestly pretty good. Honestly, like I said before, the grind, graduating since yeah. you know how it is. But my playlist title would be testing, we're at ASAP Rocky, because life right. has been testing me lately. Yeah. Um, and the first song, the lead song would be nonstop, Drake. Okay. It's been nonstop for me. Um, I've also had a, I've had a stressful week, so I'm gonna go with um, my name and song will be the same. Everyday struggle by Biggie will headline my, <laughs> will headline my playlist, and it's, it's been an everyday struggle. But we're getting there. Dude, that 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 song choice made me so happy. That's really? the most underrated track on Ready to Die. I, I have a song over that beat. Seriously, it's never been released, but I have a song. It's never been released. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's really probably my favorite off, mm, like top three off that project. Yeah. One of my favorite biggest songs. I love that. I like redid the um, chorus, but like fitting myself. Yeah, Release it for the fans, man. Let us hear <laughs> nah, it. Shit's from junior year of high school. It's not good. <laughs> um, so something really cool we've seen post Super Bowl. Not that these artists needed a little boost, mm-hmm. but every single artist who perform have seen their streams rise since the Super Bowl. So this could be an incentive in the future for artists who might have normally held back from it for whatever reason, they might want to do the Super Bowl now. Yeah, and also it was incredible too because literally every single artist now placed on the Billboard 100 yeah. or 200 albums. Um, and it's crazy to see how people at this age or artists at this age can still continue to yeah. make an impact in a whole new generation. And like you were saying earlier with Jay-Z, 444, kind of putting that out there that it doesn't matter about your age, you can still be yeah. doing quality work. And crazy week in general for Snoop Dogg. He had, he is that and an amazing album release. like. Oh, he's, yeah. he's oh, and also he got Death Row back. <laughs> yeah. So this man, this man's going off right now. I'm really geeked for him too, cause I love to see that in a business for like Jay Z doing something yeah. like that, like as a rapper going back into your community and contributing. Like that means uh-huh. a lot to me. And to go along with that, we saw um, Punch of TDE mm-hmm. say he asked on Twitter um, in response to Super Bowl, "Who is? Do we have a next superstar right now? Do you think someone in our midst? And they don't just mean like who's the next popular artist. Yeah. Like." Who is Drake, J. Cole, Kendrick, Travis, Cardi? Who is a superstar? Yeah, because I know people are giving him answers, and he literally responded back again saying, guys, I'm not saying your favorite or popular. It has to be um, a superstar. And I'm going to be honest, and this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier in a few podcast episodes before. Uh Sometimes, like, the current rap doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And sometimes when I hear rap albums now, I hear and I'm kind of like, okay, cool. But I wasn't leaving it like, wow, that was incredible for a long time. And because of that, dude, I really do not think there's a superstar in rap. Really? I don't think there's a single. I think we might have one. I think part of it, you have to be like someone people root for. Mm-hmm. That like, it's pretty easy to root for like Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. There's like, they all have their great stories. Even if you're someone like Cole who didn't like, or Drake that has like kind of a normal upbringing. Like they're just so easy to root for and they're good ass people. And someone I think is relatable to that, and we'll get more into this person, I think it could be Jack Harlow. 
that's what. Okay, so did you see Punch's response to, to his Jack choice? Harlow? No, no, I didn't see that. He said that for him, it was Lil Nas X, um, Jack Harlow, and I think he said Cardi B. Okay. Those are his three. The problem is for me, Lil Nas X, Loki could be. I can see it, but maybe, maybe, maybe in terms of controversy. If he if he got more st- structured on his music, I thought there was like some really good songs. Um, what was that song? We oh, both dead loved? right now. Dead oh, right now. Amazing. Bang. But then there's obviously some of his like H and M type songs yep. on that album. <laughs> and if he can make like, a full album that's not like it can be poppy, but not meant to be specifically like that sound, I think he could be a huge superstar. And regarding Jack Harlow, I know we'll get more towards his single drop recently, yeah. but. He is great. He is popular now. People are liking him. His swag, his bravado, what, yeah. he's a charmsman, whatever, whatever. But the biggest thing about Jack is where are you going to go from here? Because the question for me becomes, a lot of the songs you're trying to make are hits. Uh-huh. So the question becomes, where's your quality? Yes, Cole, Kendrick, and Jake all have hits, but they also have the high quality. Yeah. And he's missing that. For you to be a superstar, don't forget, superstars, they have yeah. achievements. They have the Grammys, uh-huh. um, the AMAs, the MTVs, whatever you want to call it. And apart from actually being popular, you need to have quality. And right now in the rap game, I'm not seeing a lot of high, high quality yeah. apart from the OGs. I get what you mean about Jack Harlow because he doesn't – like a lot of his songs are kind of about the similar topics and he's not really diving deep. He has these songs in his album like the song Eastern Parkway. It's like a series of like different streets where he grew up where he does get introspective and those are my favorite songs by him. But I see that like he – it's hard every single album, especially if your life isn't like been the most challenging. Like for him, he's a white male. Um, there's not always that many new topics to keep rapping about. So it actually, that is one thing to look for in the future. Like, where will Jack Harlow, like, what will his topics be? What will we be discussing? Because, like, to be a superstar, there's only so much you can just talk about women yeah. in your music. That's um, what I'm saying. But I think he has such great beat choice. He's such a good ear for music. And then he is so likable and so funny that he has this image. I think he has that. He has the ability in his hands to do that. To be a superstar? I think so. I just don't think so, man. I really think there's nobody. Because um, think about it, bro. Drake, Kendrick, Cole. And another big thing is, like, I see this as rock and roll. Nas was saying this earlier when he dropped, like, Hip Hop is Dead. Uh-huh. Um, but rock and roll, classic rock used to be the biggest genre. Then once labels got into it and the money. And, it, it literally, and of course, for some rock artists now, it's kind of offensive when you say rock has died. I want to say yeah. as died being friendly, but it's definitely gone down big time. It's not the same what it used to be. And I'm afraid that's, my, that's what might happen to rap. In mm-hmm. the future, although it's the biggest genre right now, just like classic rock, a lot yeah. of the quality is starting to fade, and a lot of this new generation, I don't, I don't see that. I see it maybe a few, but they're not getting looks. Marlon isn't getting that mainstream look. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Jid, although he's there, he's not put up there. Yeah. So that's my fear that. It, it, I mean, in response to Marlon, that could just be about being independent. For sure, also, for sure. You don't have like a machine behind mm-hmm. you pushing it. But yeah, I mean, I have faith in rap. I'm loving some people coming up right now. Uh, who, apart from Jack, who do you else think is a superstar? Superstar. See, like you're struggling to think of some. Superstars are hard because it's hard to compare someone to Drake until they're Drake, and you're like, oh, like it was so. It should have been so easy to see it before. But it was though when he, Drake came up, we all knew. You're right, no, because he did something so different at the time. Mm-hmm. And when Kendrick dropped Section 80, coming up to Good Kid, we all knew. Yeah, Cole, he was coming in through with the mixtapes. We knew he was having problems with the label with Jay Z, whatever. Once he dropped Born Sin on the same day yeah. as Kanye, he made a noise. No one jackets this Kanye West production. We'll see what happens. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so I guess going into mm-hmm. Kanye, um, Donna 2, um, by the time this comes out, it will be a week after the live party happened. Mm-hmm. I personally haven't listened yet. I just heard everyone roasting the, um, the engineers. audio engineers. <laughs> that poor man. 
So I wasn't even gonna tune in until my friend Anasha texted me like, "Are you gonna watch?" And I was like, "Rant's like, no, I'm not gonna fucking watch it." But then she <laughs> reminded me, I'm like, "Okay, let me peek." Yeah. And it was just the pulse, and I was waiting. I'm like, "Bro, come on!" I come back in. The first song was with XXX. It was honestly beautiful. It was an amazing song. I still feel kind of iffy that he's using again uh-huh. artists who are dead. Like we're yeah. even friends with this guy, but um, honestly, like I said before, man, future executive producer is just hype. Does future produce? I bet, like, at this point, he knows how to do stuff, the beats, but I'm sure he's not, like, in there, like, EQing stuff. That's what I'm saying. It's like, again, I, there's some songs where I thought maybe better than Down to One, but apart from yeah. that, it was nothing really special. Another big note, too, was I think Kanye's rapping has has gone down big time. I agree. The dude uses the exact same flow, yeah. like that off-grid flow, same type. And I don't know what happened, but at least the music is still there, the the creative sounds yeah. and stuff. Um, towards the end, it was kind of funny. It was like, I don't want to say the halfway mark. There's something wrong with the audio. Um, I don't know if it was the audio and linking up with whatever stadium noise was going on, but it could not sync. So yeah, everything was off. Kanye was so pissed. He literally threw the mic on live TV in front of everyone <laughs> into the water, and it caused a static yeah. and it made a huge boom I saw noise. someone tweeting a video. It was like from Biggie in the uh, 90s when he, yeah. when he threw his microphone at the DJ. You suck. You mess yeah. up all my joints. Um, <laughs> I, I haven't really thought about it that much, but I feel like Kanye's albums recently haven't been progressive. Like he's mm-hmm. not he's not on like some fate like right now he's just riding a wave of drill music yep. with some of these beats. Yep. I think the beats are like unexciting. Yeah, I I'll say sometimes. Now, honestly, the production for me is still there. It's just for me his rapping. So I think the production is still amazing as it is, but his rapping is just really trash, yeah. and he needs a bunch of freaking rappers to come in and do features yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm sure as hell not buying that stem player to listen to this. Yeah, that was so whack. And for people who really thought that Donna Two was gonna drop yo. Nah, that's why when I saw the day, I'm like, please. Until it is in my library, I will not believe it is coming out. This is why Kanye pisses me off, man. Like, stop doing that to your fans. And yeah. he knows his fans are going to buy that. And you're a billionaire. I like got yeah. to an argument from my friends, uh, CJ. He was talking about, oh, like, and he's really, he does uh, uh, graphic designing and all this stuff. And he was like, um, he's independent, you know, as an independent artist, as a creative in general, you want to promote your stuff and you deserve your royalties. That was Kanye's yeah. explanation. Oh, and really leading to Genius, his documentary. Um, you know, creators, they need their price. He's not going to put on streaming yeah. so the labels can steal it. Overall, cool message, but you're literally a billionaire, my guy, yeah. charging 200 for your fans. Yeah, and Kanye's talked about this in the documentary in episode one. He was saying how it takes one person to make the shift to be the trailblazer where everyone's like, oh, it's okay to do that. Like, kind of wears a pink polo and everyone's like, what the fuck's he doing? Gets famous? Oh, it's okay. We could, we're allowed to, like, rap about that stuff. Um, this is a cool concept that, like, fuck the streaming services. I'm going to put out my own product and people can support me. Like, Nipsey was selling his um, albums for $1,000. I think it's a cool concept, but he's a billionaire, so I don't have any sympathy for his $200 STEM player. Like, if it was something like a $10 thing, I think it's a cool concept. Like, Maybe people in the future are like, oh, we can put out a product that's purely our album, but this is like... Um, I, I love that idea, she said, the $10 thing. Yeah, but... Like, that's cool for everyone. It, yeah, make it reasonably priced, yep. but also provide your fans with something cool. It's like, well, this is a Kanye product, but 200 I mean, I get it. It's hard to fund your own thing, but too much money for an album that's going to be eh. What happened to him? That was karma for his, his clownery. His clownery. <laughs> Literally. I, I remember the last time was off the grid. Did you see this? Bro... It was so bad, so the song was playing, but they couldn't hear it. So they were like behind or ahead. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Fabio. He was <laughs> rapping word for word, trying really? to catch up to the. It was so bad he couldn't, he, <laughs> but he at least he tried yeah, to yeah. catch up to the beat. But he was behind. Cardi was out here just screaming nonsense. Yeah. I don't want to put this on wax, but I got to. How does Cardi? How does Cardi have the? The foundation plant the plant the platform he has. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I do not he's get so it. So famous for like, I don't a whole lot of red. It's just. 
I know it's a whole meme and everyone's like the best album ever and I, I don't get it. My friend Isaac, huge, huge. He produces too. Um, I hope you're watching this, bro, because <laughs> I, I don't see what you see. Yeah, yeah. bro, what? So, so similar to my um, thought process on how like when a couple years ago, if you were making experimental rap, you were rapping over a Travis Scott type beat. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you're being experimental, you're being Playboy Cardi. Yeah. And you're doing weird ad libs, high pitched voice over Playboy Cardi beats. Yeah. And that's not being experimental. You're just being Playboy Cardi. Exactly. I, I don't get it. And then yeah. also. <laughs> Also there, again, I said XX and Tassian, um, Travis and Future had a song together, Pablo. Hey, a lot of dope J- features. Jack Carlo wrapped on beat, wrapped on beat, and was a good verse. So that was the biggest surprise Be- beat when was he came. Egg, but. I actually really liked the song, and I loved his verse. Yeah, I was he- just, he did the same thing on Donda 1. After the Locks and Dipset battle, once everyone was hyping Jadakiss who performed yeah. well, Hey, yo, get, get him a plane quick. Get a verse. Yeah. Get in here. Send them Jack Harlow. Um, Kanye tweeted out Jack Harlow's top five rapper right now. Um, and everyone was like roasting Kanye for a sec. Yeah. But then right after that, a couple of days later, Jack Harlow's with Kanye rapping to a new yeah. song we never heard of. So my question was, when did that verse, when was it recorded? Was it recorded previously? Was this planned? No, this, this was recently. I mean, the difference between the Dipset and Locks thing versus this is that like Kanye must have just heard the new song and was like, oh, this kid's spitting. Mm-hmm. And I think... What I love about Jack Harlow, I'll compare this to the NBA. I think it's really cool when an NBA player who's like our age, who's entering the mm-hmm. league, is very honest about like, I'm seeing LeBron James on the court. Like, it's like seeing God. Like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Jack Harlow has like so much respect. He's like, this is the best moment of my life. Like, I like seeing artists be honest and be like, it's fucking Kanye West likes my music. Like, it's, I don't care what any of you say. My life's over. Kanye West. Like, I did like, I saw him retweet him, so quote think, it, and saw how much it meant to him. I think that shit's cool, and they stop acting like they're so cool, and he's just honest. Like, that was the, that's the most meaningful thing someone in music can say about my music. I will say, it's just, what irks me is the authenticity of it. Are you doing it because he's popping right now, or do you, are you doing it because you actually yeah. like Jack Harlow? Are you actually trying to put Jadakiss on a song, or are you just putting him on because he had an amazing yeah. um, performance on Versus? And that's where it irks me, and that's where I would tell Jack like to be careful in that sense. Um, even J. Cole, like, he wasn't, Gonna get in like yeah. the fuck shittery of Kanye, you know what I mean? So but he posted the uh, documentary uh, on yep. Instagram. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but in response to this Jack Harlow top five, I mean, definitely not as a like lyricist rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get in. I guess we can get into it right now. Nail mm-hmm. Tech, mm-hmm. fire. The yeah. music video, amazing. Like I've talked about this before. Sometimes seeing a music video first can make me love a song if it's cool enough. Because mm-hmm. I'm always envisioning it. Like this song is the beat choice, amazing. His bars. Chorus, he killed it. Did you know what the haters had to say? Nah, what they say? They said this is industry baby part two. Really, I didn't think it sounded. <laughs> I, it has like some weird horns, but like it's not the same. The thing is, okay, and this was what I was saying earlier about his transitioning and his evolution of becoming a top artist. His flow is very similar to the verse he had on Industry Baby. Almost the same. Is it? I can like... I'm so keen. I'm going to bum to get nasty. He's doing the same thing on here. But okay. That's the only, that's the only uh, like scratch I'll give him. Apart from that, this song is why I like Jack Harlow and how much he represents the South. If you know the bow, bow, that's yeah. C-Tez. He's like, oh. um, Matt, let's say, uh, I don't want to like, he's almost like a soldier boy of the South okay. um, online when like YouTube was coming yeah. up. And he had this goofy, goofy song, like bow, bow, bow. So, you know, so, like, whatever. Yeah. And he sampled that song and put that in here. That's cool. I didn't know that's what he was up. doing. Yeah. And it's and you can hear the beat, his flow, um, yeah. the way that TSA open my chain and yeah, it, it shoots out like bad. Yeah, like this, yeah. if you hear that lazy flow, that's yeah. southern. 
And I'm like, man, he's really repping his southern roots. And the way he, he like he upholds that so much, that's why I love Jack. Also makes him way more likable that he like mm-hmm. reps the city so hard. My like only thing, like I said this before, it's like where does he go next from here? Because exactly. it is a braggadocious song. He's not really like talking about anything specifically. It's more just talking about like how he's putting his boys on. Mm-hmm. He has his private garden collective, which is cool. <laughs> but I'm, I'm interested what the album will be about. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, my biggest not, for not top five but to go on to the um, genius episode one yep. um, so sick like Man. I love what it shows that like he he has been the same person people are like wow I miss the old Kanye wasn't he wasn't like talking like this he has been talking like this he's rapping in the face of like secretaries who have no control over his career and they're just like oh Alexis that was a cool line <laughs> <laughs> okay this is the thing and I'm happy you brought this up Kanye yes has been the same person charismatic, energetic, really overconfident. But he's changed in the sense that before he understood the pain of not having people yeah. support you, being in that own record label, people not messing with him, people bringing him down, um, his own hometown, wherever the producer was uh-huh. um, um, going on the radio yeah. and talking trash about him. In the beginning, through like his first series, um, like the first three series with uh, a college rap out late registration and graduation, he held that with pride. You know yeah. what I mean? Like on his sleeve, like, I'm here to be the first to do it, to be the voice for people who don't have a mm-hmm. voice. You know what I mean? But once the fame started coming to him, that's when the Taylor Swift accident started happening. Yeah. The mad talking started happening. When he was like, I remember back in 2013, the interview with Zane Lowe. Oh, because I am a god. I remember yeah. when I was 13, I watched him. Like, He's joking. But he actually means yeah. that. Oh, he thinks that. But And also, we saw how his mom instilled confidence in him. Yeah. And his mom's death was so sudden, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. Like It was. What that I think somewhere. that's when things started going left. Yeah. What I thought, I thought this exposed him for being a whack ass motherfucker mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. because he, in the Drink Champs interview, he's talking about how he never thought Talib was a good rapper. He's trashing on him. This guy, that was so cool that Talib brought him out. This unknown producer brought him out at his concert and said, Let my guy spit you a verse right now. Like, I can't imagine if I was at a show and someone brought out an unnamed producer and was like, Let this guy spit a verse because he's the truth. And you're going to years later shit on this man? That's my problem. And just Blaze. Oh, that guy's a copycat. In the documentary, he's like, that's my sparring partner. Talk your shit. He's like, that's my spar- That's the guy who gets me going. 20 years later, you're like, fuck that guy. He copied all my stuff. Like, that's my look, biggest thing. I think makes him because he has this platform now, again, charging 200 because he knows his fans will buy it. And they did yeah. buy it. I think it sold something thousand copy, whatever. Yeah, I'm um, sure it sold. It's just the ego is too much. Like, it inflated even more. Yeah. And... Man, dissing Kid Cudi or your friends, putting them on wax like that, literally harassing him, bro. Like, nah. So yes, and same of his character, yeah. But what he's become now, I just don't mess with that anymore. Yeah. He used to be one of my favorites, but not, not anymore. But what else were your favorite parts of the uh, the documentary? Documentary? Mm-hmm. But just seeing the passion he had for music, yep. and I can't wait to watch the episode tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a week behind, but um, just rapping in people's faces is hilarious. Yeah. And just seeing him make these songs. And I've known that he's had like, he had wrote songs way early in his career that were later used. So I know like Gold Digger was written before the college dropout was released. I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so, like he wow. had I think like I think Hey Mama came out before he wrote that mm-hmm. years before it came out. So he had like all these verses and he was so passionate. Like watching him spit two words, like he knows that that's that shit. Man, and that's probably my favorite song off the uh, college dropout. That song means so much to me. If if, if you know that yeah. song and seeing him live with most def rapping it, mm. whew, my God. Um seeing how him and his relationship with Donda was um, sad. It's was really sad, and it really shows how much confidence she instilled in him. Yeah. My other favorite scene, oh, this is probably my favorite. When he had Scarface in the booth, yeah, and I was yeah. watching live. Took, Scar- his, yeah. took his retainer out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. what? 
That but, was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, Scarface is one of my favorites. Uh, one of the greatest rappers of all time from yeah. the South. Diary classic album, multiple classic albums with the Ghetto Boys as well. Um, but man, I just thought that was amazing. I never knew it was supposed to be on Family Business and the other Jesus Walks. Yeah, I never knew that. That'd been crazy. I mean, those songs should have been just Kanye. Yeah, I agree. But Jesus Walks definitely should have just been mm-hmm. Kanye. Family Business could have been cool. Um, did they explain why he was it? I'm assuming it just it just, didn't happen. just didn't happen. That's what they said. I'm sure. That's crazy. Um, my only critique about this whole thing is just I don't like the narrator's voice. But uh, what's that's his whatever. name again? Um, Kuki Cool. I forget. I feel bad too because like this is all because of him. Yeah, yeah. Cook. Not cool. It's some of the C. I feel like. Coolie cookie, it's not cookie. <laughs> Definitely not cookie. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't like whoever it was. Thank cool. you. Thank you for having the genius yeah. foresight to videotape the greatest artist yep. to ever exist. And so. wow, too, because this was so good that if you saw J Cole, he even posted about it as yeah. well. Um, and we all know J Cole, his feelings about Kanye, and same with me here. But again, when you see greatness like that, and again. You, you can't deny it when yeah. it's right there. I'm praying Eve was like, saw J. Cole and was like, I'm going to start videotaping you now. That'd I hope amazing. there's a Cole documentary. That'd be crazy. Because that off-season one was honestly amazing. Yeah. I'd love to see us come up. Um, another sure. Another cool story we saw came from Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. Um, she was discussing how she came to be on the first song on Reasonable Doubt. She was like, I just went in, said there's this good rapper, got 10,000 cash in my bag, and I'm out. <laughs> Uh, that was so funny. And um, it was just funny, too, because like I thought they had a kind of a close relationship, at least. Yeah, I assumed. Um, I, th- I guess not. No, nah, she just grabbed the brown paper bag, said, let me yeah. record my voice, and I'm dipping. Um, but obviously, Reasonable Doubt is one of the greatest debut albums of all time. That was my laptop. But um, what, are your, what do you think of the top five best rap debut albums right. of all time? You want to go first for me? Yes, I'll, I'll go first, but I did make this quick. I think some of my answers are definitely right, and some are like, whatever. <laughs> College Dropout. Okay. Reasonable Doubt, mm-hmm. Ready to Die, okay. 1999, 1999, Joey Badass. Oh, mixtape, okay. I think that counts. Okay, okay. It was like such a big introduction for him. Okay. That I I couldn't think of what I wanted to do with oh, this. You're going to say Jib, bro. I, I wrote The Never Story by J.I.D. It's, it's not, <laughs> but it is like my favorite because that was my introduction to him. I love yeah. him. I need Maybe one of your five will spark something in me. Okay. For me, Illmatic. Oh, okay, take the jit out. <laughs> that's what I was already. Yeah, that's what I was missing. Um, reasonable doubt. Um, Jay Z, of course. Um, give me doggy style. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. That was a Snoop momentous doggy album. Dog. Amazing project. Um, give me. Um, yeah, look up on the board. <laughs> look up on the board for help. Biggie, ready to die is is a contender. So is college dropout by Kanye. So is black on both sides by Most Def. Maybe take out Illmatic for me and put like Black Star. Black Star. For my personal favorite, not like actually. Um, Wu Tang's first project as well. There's a lot, man. A lot of a lot of artists. What here. do you think's the best? Just straight up number one. I think it's Ready to Die. I think that's the big three. Ready to Die, Illmatic, Reasonable Doubt. What's your favorite out of the three? Ready to Die? Ready to Die. I'm, I'm going to sto- go reasonable. <clears throat> I just love the way Biggie raps and the storytelling. No, Ready, Ready to Die is crazy. The storytelling is insane. I see between Ready to Die or and Reasonable Doubt. And the choice. Oh, my God. I got my fucking, I got the what shirt on right now. <laughs> got to support my guy. With um, uh, Method Man? Yeah. That's my favorite track off the project as Introduce. well. Introduce. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, 
And then something cool I saw from an artist recently. Mm-hmm. I like talk like seeing cool business strategies, especially for up and coming artists. Mm-hmm. Um, Token's not an up and coming artist, but mm-hmm. established independent artist. He had a really cool music video full of green screen stuff and a lot of special effects. So he just posted straight up the green screen mm-hmm. videos of it and said to any videographers out there, this is your chance to like wow me. Take my videos and do whatever you want with it. And I thought this was such a creative idea. It has people tweeting all over like videos of him. And like if you follow a videographer and they made their version, you just got introduced to Token. I think this was such a smart idea. Is this the first time you've seen anything like this? Yeah. I've never seen I've seen artists post like their acapella verses and been mm-hmm. like producers. Make whatever you beat you like, mm-hmm. make a beat to this thing. And I think that's a cool concept. Just making the fans feel like they're involved in something. Like what if someone wows him away and he's like, oh, I'm posting this on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be so big for that person. They're sharing it to all their friends and family. I think it's just such a smart idea. It's honestly crazy how big, and I feel like TikTok obviously pushed that, but it's kind of crazy how big TikTok has become, TikTok and Twitter yeah. as well. And I also love the connections that can be made just with simple things like that for mm-hmm. all content creators, whether you're producer, 100%. songwriter, um, videographer. And that's honestly insane, man. Uh, I didn't think TikTok would be this big either. But it's like, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, the number <laughs> yeah, I, one. Yeah, I got to get on there more. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, man. Um, and then also, your boy, Conway, dropped the mixtape. On Dat Pip. I didn't hear it, but I know you did. What did you think of I, it? So, I didn't know what I was getting to at first. I saw the first song was called Something with Devil in it. I'm like, there's no way he's dra- rapping over Devil in a new dress. Mm-hmm. And he did it like he's fucking Lil Wayne. Yeah. Just tackling everyone's beat. He did My Life, Seeing Green, Wants and Needs. Um, I'm blanking. Oh, damn. Yeah, he went over all these beats, and um, Pierre, he just he killed it. I love that he's bringing back this type of energy mm-hmm. before an album. Um, he dropped two freestyles this week on LA Leakers and on Bootleg Kev. So, and his album comes out. It'll be out by the time we talk next episode, and this comes out. I think he's setting himself up to have a top year. This energy, like, mm. dude, I don't know. He's coming in, like, doing all this shit, like, old school mixtape, freestyles. Oh, yeah. He must be have something, I think, um, I forget what the name of this next album is. Uh, the Shady One? Yeah. this. Uh, I forget. But it, God Shady makes no. I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. But I think this could be Conway's time. I hope by next week, I'm like, that was it. The dude does not stay oh, like, home. Like, dude, they do not. How much does he write? So much. You have to write so much if he's dropping this much content. Bro, in the bootleg Kev freestyle, he's, it's like the, the beat's playing, and he's like, where am I going to go with this? Like, He, he didn't even know what he was going to rap. Then so it's like two minute verse straight. Like I don't okay, know. Okay, was like, that like brag though? Was no, that, okay, it okay. wasn't because I know artists have done that before. But mm-hmm. he was literally like talking to stall because I think mm-hmm. in his head he was trying to think of like yeah. what verse from what mm-hmm. song to pull from his head. Mm-hmm. But dude, these guys got verses, and like I know what it's like recording a verse and you fuck up like a minute and a half in mm-hmm. and you restart. They go like four minutes rapping. It's crazy. I just hope that again. I'm not gonna complain for Griselda to keep dropping. It's amazing, but ah, uh, just you know, take a break. Just a little right, break. But you this know? is. This, Debut. Hopefully, there's something special to yeah. why this one is the debut. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, it's for a reason. Hopefully, hopefully. Who do you think has the best uh, album between all of this, all of Griselda? Benny. Benny. What was that? Tana Talk. Tana Talk. Um, three. Tana Talk three. Um, plugs I met. I love the one with I'm um, Hip Boy. I'm blanking on. Is this on two? Oh, oh, the Hip Boy album. Um, Burden of Proof. Burden of Proof. Yeah. I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, Conway doesn't have a classic. I'm not, not that those are mm-hmm. classic. I don't think he has like the album mm-hmm. yet. But he has, to me, I like him the most. Westside Gut has his, Hermes. I, honestly, Hermes. He has Pray for Paris. And, yeah, that, that project. Oh, my God. Yeah. Stop dropping. Just give us some yeah. break room and come back strong. That's yeah. what I have to say. But it's cool seeing mixtapes make it back. So mm-hmm. Logic is doing Vinyl Days where mm-hmm. he's he's in his 
Mad Lib producing grind. He's a good producer to Logic. Did you see Breath Control, the snippet? Yeah. That was incredible. Honestly, like for me, I know you said Logic was one of your favorites yeah. too, but I was watching Logic back when he was on University of Maryland campus rapping around. Of course, you know what yes. I mean? So I've been a huge fan of Logic. Um, of course, people have their feelings about him. Yeah. Yeah, but he's always been my favorite. I'm so excited. Yeah, I got the poster of him like the middle fingers on, yeah. on my ceiling at home. <laughs> got uh, everybody on my ceiling. Gosh, no, I love Logic I used, so much. I used to be obsessed. Like, I, watching yeah. tour life videos of him. It's honestly, for me, kind of sad to see because obviously he's still great, but I really had really high expectations for him. Like where like Cole would be, yeah. where, I thought that's where he would be. But at the end of the day, it's nice that he's so easy to root for, but mm -hmm. it's not like, fuck this guy. It's like, oh, he's just doing what he wants. Like, exactly. He, just, he loves just having fun with it, which is yeah. cool at the end of the day. And then I also saw Chance, too. Obviously, Vic Mensa, I know he dropped something. I think it was like an EP yeah. or something. He dropped some snippets with him and Chance, and Chance also dropped some snippets as well. I'm for certain we're going to get a Chance project um, this year. Um, I hope so. And hopefully, you know, he redeems himself. He seems he seems like he's on one right now. So it's like he's cooking after that A cab, the A cab uh, verse. I can't can't be worse. He can't, <laughs> he can't get worse. <laughs> he, I think he's too smart to like business wise do a worse album and release it. I hope not. I hope not. Get that boy Pat back in your management, and now now <laughs> fix it. I'm gonna be fired. That's some crazy shit, yeah. man. But um, yeah, into the end of first off for our weekly wrap up for all the music that released so far, some of the independent artists. I know some of uh, you found some artists as well. Yeah. Um, talk about that, man. What would you find? Um, so my guy Brick, he's um, he was a DJ for Kyle, who mm -hmm. I used to be a huge fan of, also a producer. I think he did Mafia for Travis Scott. Mm -hmm. um, just really cool seeing him become like this known producer. He just released a song called Safe and Warm. Just a dope, chill vibe. I just wanted to shout him out because like I used to love this man. That was a really good song. That's crazy. Like again, DJ producing for yeah. Travis, and making your own music. I think Kyle took him on tour when he was like sixteen. Jesus. Like man. this guy's been he's like really young and he's been yeah. grinding out. So I fuck with him. Um my guys my Ben Beal and One Two. These guys mm -hmm. have so many songs together recently. Um Love Potion. Ben's voice is just so smooth over these jazzy mm -hmm. beats. It, it hits every time. Yeah, I was watching this one video. I don't think I don't think it was Love Potion, but it was him playing like the guitar. Yeah. Um, and I think it was another song, but this song is a slapper. And if you're a Mac Miller fan, I mean, this guy's this this is the guy for you. He really sounds like Mac sometimes. Yeah. Like that's what he reminds me every time I hear him. Yeah. And I know I know he's sick of that comparison. Nah, he like, probably is. I feel so bad. It's, like, com <laughs> it's completely. There's worse artists to be compared to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like fucking Mac Miller. He's amazing, mm -hmm. and it's clear like it's influenced, but he has his own lane too. Mm -hmm. And I think. I think he's killing it right now. Yeah, he is. Go check him out for real. And he yeah. is his own artist. He makes a variety of different types of sounds, but he's just a lo-fi type of vibey guy, man. Yeah. Great, Great talent. I love his beat choice. Mm -hmm. um, then our boy Marlon Kraft, mm -hmm. third single in three weeks, yep. um, Reason to Believe. He's cooking. He's cooking. I think there might be an album coming out soon. You see the snippet like. of the guy and him listening to the mix? Oh, yes. It sounded fire. Yep. So he's coming up with something. I'm excited. I'm really Let's excited. Let's go, Marlon. What would you think of the song? I loved it. Yeah. I love all of them. They, they seem like he's like reading my journal. Like he's just saying <laughs> shit that I relate to. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping he gets that break. Um, like he really sits down and gets yeah. to form that, like, like you said for Conway, that album that to really put him out there. But yeah. I think compared to, I, I think he does have great albums that not just not commercially like it, mm -hmm. but I think he has amazing albums that like I personally am like, this is really meaningful to mm -hmm. me. So he's important albums mm -hmm. to some fans out there. Yeah. I just want him to get big, man. Like, I love Marlon <laughs> so much. Seriously, he is he's awesome. Yeah. One of my favorites for sure. Then um, a guy I love um, out of Atlanta, Deontay Hitchcock, released his EP, Every Day the 14th. Um, I love this because I've known him as like a rapping rapper. And seeing him get on the melodic side, um, we were we reviewed Neck Up last week with Dente mm -hmm. and Barry. And it's so good, that yeah. song. 
And every song on this album, I fuck with it. Chris Patrick killed his verse on the song. I, I like to hear him on these beats and this type of vibe. No, you definitely put me on, man. Um, again, I just wasn't familiar with yeah. him, but now I'm on. I know what the hype is all about. Um, and like he kind of has like his kind of crew around him, like again, Dende. Yeah. Um, and they kind of made a lot of tracks together. But man, he he ate this. The features yeah. ate this. Um, and I think he like he said with um, Chris Patrick. Hopefully, he blows. Yeah. He blows this year. And it's nice because Deontay's like I think like the middle ground between. Like these rappers like Chris Patrick Dende mm. and then J.I.D. Earth Gang because I he's agree. very close with that. Yep. So I'm hoping that he's like the branch to yeah. like, I want Chris Patrick and mm. J.I.D. on a song together because mm. I think their styles would mesh so well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And they're right there. Like you said, that's a perfect term, the middle, right, like right in the middle. So just just keep keep putting in the work, guys, and it will come into fruition because the quality you guys are putting out is uh-huh. incredible. For real. For real, for real. Um, and then um, Old. Um, which was for it stands for Old English, but it goes by Old. Um, he dropped his project recently, uh, demos. Yes. Um, really, really good project. Uh, first, I was surprised by the quality of the sound, like the mixing uh-huh. wise. Um, I'm not sure if he produces, but go check this out if you're really into honestly different times of rap. Honestly, um, a lot of chill, jazzy, soulful, some lo-fi stuff. Really, really amazing work. Did you get a chance to listen to it? Um, I love this project. Mm-hmm. I th- I agree with the beats were sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite song was the um, track with. Andrew Kelly. Mm-hmm. I thought they murdered it. I yep. love the vibe on it. And um, I can't wait to see what this guy drops because this yeah. was a good project. Um, Ragdoll dropped as well too, right? Wait, who was it? Ragdoll. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Andrew yep. Kelly. Yep. Oh, so we guess we can talk about That's that. That's right there, yep. Album was incredible. Yeah. Um, Andrew told me on Twitter, he said, I think this is going to be the one that you guys really like. Mm-hmm. He was correct. These are the beats. I love them all. And the album starts out so strong um, and then never goes down from there yeah for that sample um wherever it's from but that's an amazing sample it's crazy how much work he's putting in it is yeah, really oh non-stop God, back dude, to back he's, to back he's just there it's like i don't know how he's always making music and like mixing it so fast mm-hmm. and having it ready to be released does he mix a master i don't know i don't know he started producing too i've seen him yeah. tweet stuff from that i'm not sure but the way he's able to get this all together so fast and mm-hmm. like it's a quality ass yeah. mixtape um i loved it i love songs like um Stitches and Patches mm-hmm. with um, Reed Starks. Shout yeah. out to Reed. Oh, yeah. um, this flow mm-hmm. and this beat, dude, he can't stop rapping. Like oh, It's yeah. just going and going and flowing. It's like a J.I.D. Lil Wayne type thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he loved, I, I loved it. Y'all need to check this out. Andrew Kelly, Ragdoll. Dropped, um, previous projects really recently as well. Um, also goes by Drew Kelly, D-R-U. Yeah. Go check him out. Along with that, um, K. Um, I know we got in contact with her. She's an incredible, yeah, incredible she, artist. She got bars. Um, man, um, I heard her project, More Feelings. It's a single, but it's three songs. Um, again, a lot of people complain that, you know, in rap, maybe there's not a lot of, in terms of the woman rappers, oh, they're talking about, they're sexualizing things. We want them uh-huh. lyricists. And although men have been doing it, women have the right to do that as well. Um, if you're looking for that, this is your girl right here. Yeah. Every single track, nothing wasted. Every bar is meant to be there. Her singing is great. The features that are included in as well is amazing. Um, shout out to Kay. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Did you get a chance to hear? I um, bumped it once. Mm-hmm. Her voice is amazing. Yeah. I love the bars. So I'll have For to check real. this out again. Go check it out, guys. Seriously. No joke. And then your boy, Chris Patrick. Yeah. Oh, no. This is a different guy. Um, this producer I follow. Honestly, Chris Crack. Yeah, Chris Speaking. Crack. Um, this producer mm-hmm. I follow, um, DBLA, um, mm-hmm. tweeted me this um, album. I just quickly went through it. Mm-hmm. The beats on this are like, they're my type of like, these are Freddie Gibbs mm-hmm. type Griselda beats. Um, this was a really cool project. I'm about to revisit again because I just listened for the first time today. 
But um, shout out Chris Crack. This was a good project. Artist or just instrumentals? He's a rapper. And then the okay, okay. Bunch, it's like a 20-song album. There's a lot of songs on it. Okay. But beats, crazy. Crazy. He produces or gets them no, from no. somewhere else? Got his beats from somewhere else. You gotta find that producer, man. No, no, I know that the producer's the one who sent me the album. Oh, shoot. He's like, I did tracks three and 13 on this. Damn. He's the man. He is the man. And then we always talked about Jack Harlow already. So, Nigo, yo, when I heard this song, Nigo, featuring Kid Cudi, Want It Bad, this really reminded me of Old Cudi. Um, I know he dropped, was it Man on the Moon 3? Yeah. Were you a fan of that album? I wasn't, but I should have listened to it more because I think it was really good. Okay, I kind of feel the same way. That's crazy because I heard it and. I wasn't really messing it, messing with it that much. And obviously, if you saw the comparisons, people are like, "Oh, he kind of sounds like Travis." Yeah. People are getting mad because, like, well, he basically created Travis because he yeah. made that foundation. I agree, both are true, and I think he was trying to take his old sound, put it in a current sound, which did sound kind of Travis-like. But this really brought me back to old Cuddy with like a current sound on it. But it was amazing. Um, I liked the Ph- Pharrell production. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the track. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked Aria more, mm-hmm. which was the other Nigo single. Yeah. I thought it was a slap, bro. I was playing that song a lot. That and then the Jack Harlow track on uh, Nail Tech. Yeah. Those have been on the rotation. <clears throat> Nail Tech has been. I walk around campus like I'm Jack Harlow in the video. <laughs> Gives me, yeah, me that bravado. Probably drop an album thing this year. Jack? Yeah. 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 Soon. Yeah. Um, then an artist I love. Mm-hmm. I think Buddy is one of the most underrated ar- artists. I think he proved that on Revenge of the Dreamers 3, where everyone was like, who is this guy on mm-hmm. every single song? But he has hits. Um, he released a single with um, Blast, who kills the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Buddy when he sings a little bit more than when he raps, but mm-hmm. he knows how to make a song. Yeah. He's a good writer. I was introduced to Buddy in 2018. This was during the time when Nipsey dropped Victory Lap. Yeah, that there's, song, yeah. This, I forget this. I think Status Symbol 3, um, it features Buddy. That's when I first heard him, and at the same year, he dropped a project as well. I listened. I'm like, yo, yeah, this that, guy is mad talented. Yeah, I saw him open for Joey Badass on the All-American Badass Tour. Damn, where was that? In Philly. I saw it was Buddy and Boogie. God, I swear, nobody comes and to Boogie, Columbus. Boogie was crazy. Too. Like, what a crazy tour. Boogie, like Shady Boogie? Yeah, Shady Boogie. Oh, my God. Cra- I wish I was, I wasn't a fan of him yet, but I was a fan of Buddy. But um, I love Buddy. I think this yeah. album, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, um, I dropped, I think, March 15th. Oh, no, it says so March something. March 25th. 25th. Um, Super Ghetto. Super Ghetto, yep. And he dropped, um, what was it, Black? You dropped a previous single just before this one. Um, yeah. I feel like it's an untitled when I was on Apple Music mm-hmm. and saw it, but yeah. I I'm not sure if I listened to that one yet. Excited for that. Are you a big Lucky Day fan? No. No? Okay. Not a not fan, but uh-huh. I'm not like a f- avid listener. Yeah, my girl Nana put me on to Lucky Day like way before he like actually blew up, blew up. Yeah. So I've known him for a minute. And uh, he's one of like, again, along with um, uh, Brent Fayez, um, yeah. he's one of the best up-and-coming R&B artists for me at least. His new track, um, NWA featuring Little Dirk, um, just came out as well. It was good. Um I it was pretty good. It was, it was a slap, but I didn't think it was. I'm kind of surprised like about that. that collaboration. How did they sound together? Yeah. Was it good? Like, do they mesh together, or was Lil Durk kind of awkwardly there? Lucky Day. Um, I feel like he had a higher vocal pattern, which kind of matched with Little Durk's as well. Uh-huh. Um, but it was good. It wasn't bad. Definitely take take a listen. It wasn't bad at all. An album that I've had on mm-hmm. repeat since it dropped. I think so. Last year, I said that Max O'Cream had the best produced album of the year. Mm-hmm. I think this is a better produced album than that Max O'Cream one. Continuance, mm-hmm. Currency, and The Alchemist. Um, they had the single Half Moon Mornings, which I love. I've been yeah. playing on repeat. Um, this shit, this is amazing. Like whale watching, the beat's incredible. Louis Baggage, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I told, I showed you that. I'm gonna put out a verse because I, I heard that song. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get on this. Um, Babyface Ray also killed that. Yep. The features all did their thing. Um, what? How do you feel about this one? I was happy too because I saw that one of the singles. I think it was the single that came <laughs> out. 
um, it was on the Apple Music rap playlist. And usually it's like the trendy trap stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was really geeked to see that. Um, I only heard this one time through, but from what I heard, first off, let's just talk about the production. My God, man. Alchemist. Yeah. Different, different, different cloth. Um, and Currency performed his ass on this. Raps his ass off. For no, sure. No Yeast featuring Boldy James and like mm. that choir. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That's my type of beat. Like, and I every feature, every feature killed it as well. Um, and they meshed so well. This is not their first collab album, right? No. Yep, they've done multiple. Um, but man, uh, no other words. No other words. Um, did you see also along with that, do you know who Yeet is? Bro, I do. I see him all over Twitter. This Everyone's... guy just popped into my timeline. I don't know. Obviously, right. this guy <laughs> has been putting in hustle. Like I saw he had 2017, 2018. I saw, but like I never knew this guy until like this month. Every single day, ye, ye, right? And ye, everyone's like ye. talking about how it's like the best album, or the worst. Like, I couldn't. I didn't listen to it yet. Me neither. Okay. I kind of like skimmed through. I'm like, this is not for me, as expected. Yeah, but, but it was like weird. Like it was either like it was the worst album or the best album. I couldn't. I was confused on my timeline about what people, people thought of it. People said it was the greatest. I said, what is going on? Yeah. And then um, he might be signed to a label. So I'm assuming the label obviously had the power enough to push him yeah. into those um, conversations. I didn't listen. A lot of people been hyping it up. I'm probably not gonna listen. I skimmed through it a little yeah. bit, but like it was just. Yeah, I don't think you would like it. I'm a, yeah, I'm a And then for me, um, I'm a huge Tame Impala fan. Um, They drop like once in a while, every two, three years. So like I said before, it makes you crave for their stuff. Fun fact, did you know this? You know it's one person? Yeah, I know he has, um, well, what's his name? I know it too. I'm a I'm a, I'm a clown for not knowing his name, but basically it's one person. But when he put, it's it, instead of calling uh, calling it a group, it's a project. I still understand what that means, but essentially it's a project. And when he performs it, oh, Kevin Parker, Kevin Parker, yeah. and when he performs, he has his crew, the same crew that are with him to perform the song. Yeah, but he's uh, the one who mixes, produces, does everything. I think that could be similar to like Anderson Pack and then mm-hmm. having the Free Nationals as like his that. Like band. Basically, that's how it works. Right. Um, but Kevin, man, he is one of my favorites of all time. Um, Literally every single project, um, one that I dropped recently was in 2018, which is crazy because that was sophomore year. I felt like it was yesterday when I was playing yeah. that album. I was so geeked when it came out. Slow Rush, he dropped the B-side extras to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Lil Yachty was a feature on that. I was really, really surprised. Um, pretty decent song and a lot of different new singles I dropped as well. So really good. If you love Tame Impala, go check that out. I have to check this out. And then the big man, Big Crit, dropped as well, representing cool, the South. Pr- cool project. I like mm-hmm. the um, concept. It was like broken into like earth, mm-hmm. wind, water. Yeah. Um, very mature album. So yeah. like what we've talked about, people aging. He's talking about like his wife and mm-hmm. his kids and kind of what's important in life. I like the vibe of it. Very jazzy, singing a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is different for Big Crit. Um, the um, what was it? so cool was the single. So cool. I yeah. love it. I love that single. It's probably still my favorite song on it. It's a long album, so yeah. I still don't know what other songs. I'm like specifically like that's the one. Mm-hmm. But good album. No, um, like you said, man. Uh, Big Crit and this project was called Digital Roses Don't Die. Yeah. Um, this was very unique because this is not something we've heard from him before. Uh-huh. Um, I remember I sent this to a friend, and I she's not the, she's not crazy about hip hop, but she loved this. Yeah. So I was hoping this might diversify his fan base, maybe get him into places that he's never yeah. been before. Um, again, soulful, jazzy. Do you know where he's from? Is he from Atlanta? I don't think he's from Atlanta. Is he from Some, Texas? Somewhere from the south. I don't know exactly. You can look it up, but. Um, it was an incredible project. Again, guys, the soulful, um, really jazzy beats. He's singing. He's in his bag. Kind of gave me like to pimp a butterfly type vibes. I thought it reminded me of like an like an outcast vibe whenever yeah. he was oh, like man. he was like um digital. Rose. Yes. Like I thought yes. that sounded very Atlanta to it. That's I what almost I forgot that. It, it was very outcast like too. You can really hear the um the uh, influence on that project. Seriously. I, I thought we listened to this one. This was dope. I listened to a couple times too, like about two or th- about three times, honestly. Um, and it's probably one of my favorite projects that's dropped this month and honestly this year so far. Um, and Big Crit, he's an underrated rapper as well. Yeah. Um, he grew up, he was And producer. Up, he makes the beats. So. Yeah, I did not know that too. That's crazy. And he was coming up with um, 
of Cole, Wale, that whole yeah. entire group. So you definitely need to be put in those conversations. But if you tune into the very end, y'all, thank you so much for watching the whole thing. Um, independent artists, like we said before, don't forget to link us up with your new music so we can talk about it and put you guys on. And of course, if you guys haven't done so already, subscribe, like. You guys know what to do. We yes, put sir. in the work. Anything you got to say, Adam? Nah. All right. And we are out. Peace.